Community Focus is a look at events, issues, and initiatives happening in and around the Brainerd Lakes area. Community Focus is produced by Hubbard Radio Brainerd and broadcast locally on 106.7 WJJY. Good afternoon and welcome to Community Focus at JJY. I'm Ken Thomas along with Tess Taylor. And today we have our friends from Camp Ripley joining us. In the studio, Mr. Anthony Housie, Public Affairs with the Camp Ripley Visitors Bureau, and Specialist Caitlin uh, Herneman of the Camp Ripley Training Support Unit. And folks, welcome to Community Focus. Thank you. Thank you. Caitlin, uh, I understand you're newly appointed to this position. I am. So tell us about yourself. Where are you from? Um, I'm from Hutchinson. I just recently bought a house in Stewart. Um, I'm a single mom of two boys and just uh, went on active duty orders at Camp Ripley to help the Starting Housie or Tony out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, what kind of things will you be doing I'd in this position? Taking videos and pictures, um, and expand the understanding of like Camp Ripley and what we have to do there. What you're doing. Yeah. yeah. And it's a busy place, isn't oh, it? Oh, it is. Yeah. <laughs> You'll have a lot to talk about. Yeah. <laughs> well, I know Tony has been here for a couple years now, and yeah, it's yeah. just been uh, fun to hear about all the different things that happen at Camp Ripley. It is amazing because I don't think uh, Tess and I really were aware of how much goes on there. Yeah. Yeah, and that's that's part of our new program, uh, our guidance from the general and whatnot. We've we've put Camp Ripley on the map over the past few years, and uh, folks are aware that, that it is a little gem hidden in the middle of central Minnesota, but now we really want to tell uh, the public about what it is that we do there or, or what it is that our customers do there and how we support their training. Yeah. Well, it's fascinating. What's uh, So what's going on this time of the year? Uh, you know, this time of the year, everybody's getting ready for their their holiday party. Uh, <laughs> you know, the the uh, the winter months and whatnot are good admin months for us. Uh, we do a lot of home station things. Uh, this is the opportunity to bring the families in and and for uh, all of our unit leadership to uh, to thank everybody that's that's worked very hard over the past year. So uh, that's what's happening uh, for a number of the units across the state. For us at Camp Ripley, this is kind of a a time for us to take a pause. Uh, a little bit of reorganization and things, but we are ramping up quickly as uh, the Norwegian Exchange is just around the corner. So. Wow. I love it when you say it. For some reason, it just makes me giggle. The Norwegian Exchange. <laughs> 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 I love it. <laughs> and when when are they coming? When uh, when can we expect uh, them? They'll be in February, so the okay. uh, second week of February, um, all the way through pretty much the entire month. Okay. Tell them to dress yeah. warm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 They've they been know. here. They've, they've been, been here. Before. They know. Yeah. They, yeah, they, well, yeah they, certain they, ones. Yeah. It's usually a new group every year right. that come to train. Yeah. So, so cool. Yeah. Yeah, that is uh, – it's an interesting program. I know uh, we've had uh, one of their commanders on this show mm-hmm. before yeah. when they visited. And you have that big exchange dinner, which to me is really fascinating to uh, exchange a little bit of the culture as well. Right. Some of the most amazing food I've ever had. Just incredible. Yeah. Hmm. We'll look so. forward to that. Now, I understand in December you also were uh, observing uh, and commemorating here because uh, there is an auspicious date on the calendar certainly, in December. Yeah, certainly. So uh, December 7th, of course, was Pearl Harbor Day. Uh, November 11th this past month uh, as as Veterans Day, of course, but also the end of World War One. Uh, the 100th anniversary of the armistice. And we celebrated and you know, kind of remembered and recognized uh, all those achievements and Military history is very important for a lot of the units right here in in Brainerd. Of course, they're recognizing the fact that uh, um, 
the, the lineage that they carry and, and the significance that they played in World War II. Uh, our own our own unit here in Brainerd was uh, Company A of the 194th Tank Battalion mm-hmm. uh, back in the early 40s. And they were mobilized out to the Pacific before World War II even began, just as part of a troop buildup. Yeah. Uh, and then, uh, of course, Pearl Harbor happened on the 7th, and uh, the Philippine Islands, which is where they were stationed, uh, was invaded uh, the 9th and 10th. Uh, so at this time of the year, back in 1941, they... Uh, our our soldiers from Brainerd here and and uh, folks from California and Missouri were trying to defend the Philippine Islands from a, an invasion. Hmm. And we know that story didn't go well, right? Yeah. And yeah. Uh, you know when you talk about the Bataan Death March too, mm-hmm. I mean one of the most famous and horrific events of World War Two. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Being uh, uh, you know you know fighting tooth and nail to. To, to the end and, and having to surrender at, on the Bataan Peninsula and then being marched uh, up to uh, POW camps, uh, which many of them many of them didn't survive. Mm-hmm. Right, right. But it's something that uh, this time of the year that we always think about. Uh, we think about Bastogne, of course, uh, over Christmas. We think about, um, you know, the fight on uh, for Luzon and, and a lot of the different uh, engagements that, that our local folks went through back in '41. Uh, and it's something that uh, you just try to keep in the back of your mind as a soldier that, uh, you know, I mean, th- th- these boys were sent out to the Philippines and they were just trying to figure out how to decorate a palm tree for Christmas. And uh, here comes the uh, Japanese army. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not cool. Hmm. So. All right. Well, let's also talk about uh, kind of along the same lines, you know, some that lost their lives buried down at Fort Ripley or Camp Ripley. And um, let's talk about wreaths for the fallen, because that's something that's actually coming up this Saturday to kind of pay tribute and and honor those that we've lost. Yeah, that's another great, great program going on since 2011. Uh, Wreaths for the fallen and and wreaths across America put on a terrific uh, event. So uh, uh, this Saturday at 11 o'clock, that's when they'll kick off the ceremony. Mm-hmm. Uh, usually goes for about 20 minutes, and then uh, folks that are that are there and, and volunteers are welcome to place wreaths on all the grave markers throughout the State Veterans Cemetery. Uh, and they just added another one in Duluth, Duluth, right? Duluth, I see, yep. yeah. yeah. It's in Duluth. Yeah. So it's, it's down at camp, then it's at Preston and mm-hmm. Duluth. Right. Yeah. Okay, yeah. and they're all doing that ceremony. That's wonderful. And I don't think it's too late. I think you can always contribute because if they don't use the money this year, they'll use it next year. If you can go to wreathsforthefallen.org mm-hmm. and make a contribution to have – you don't have to know anyone buried there. You can just make a financial um, contribution to the cause. And it's very easy to do. Just log again onto wreathsforthefallen.org and you'll see the Honor a Veteran yep. tab yep. right there. Absolutely. Yeah. Very neat. It's a lot of fun, even when it's bitterly cold. It's mm-hmm. a lot of fun. Yeah. Out there, so. And yeah. I under, we understand they do it very quickly. Like once the ceremony's over, they get those wreaths out there like warp speed. It's it's crazy. Right. Yeah. Par- parking is a challenge uh, because there's so many folks that come out there. And yeah. you know, there's folks who come from all over the state, uh, and they have just the biggest smile on their faces, the fact that they get to uh, put a wreath on on a grave marker. And they they spread out to all the different sections across the cemetery, and uh, probably within 15 minutes, it's really it's really done then it's just the conversations after that do you know how many graves are there right now how many uh, we're talking a l- little better than four thousand wow wow yeah hmm. yeah well, it's neat that they do that and thanks to the organizers of that yeah wreaths for the fallen well, we've had john thomas on the show before from mm-hmm. wreaths for the fallen and uh, to hear how that started 
uh, and it's grown so much over the years mm -hmm. and now incorporates Absolutely. more than just the uh, military uh, cemetery uh, down in Little Falls right. and expanded to the other locations. Yep. And yeah, and I'll I'll even say uh, they're volunteers. They've got a few key people in place, and they work with military precision to get those. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> because the truck is there. I mean, with all the wreaths, and it's just they really have it planned out well, don't they? They do. They do. Yeah. They do a terrific job. Yeah. Hmm. All, all right. right. Again, for more on that, uh, wreathsforthefallen.org, or just be down there at camp this Saturday before eleven. <laughs> get there early. <laughs> yep. Get a good spot. Yeah. All right. So um, you've got the Norwegian exchange coming up. Exchange. Uh, other than that, uh, is there much going on? I know just recently, didn't you have the you had snowplow drivers training? Mm -hmm. You had the state patrol there recently. They do some training. Yeah, and they will kick off another academy actually for their their uh, patrolmen starting in February. Oh, mm. uh, beginning of February they'll start off their next academy. So they're excited about that. And there's a uh, uh, all, all the different partners are, are really interested to just kind of the winter that we've been having is fairly mild so far. So there's, there's a lot of opportunity for training going on, and they're, they're still doing that on camp. Wow. Say there are Boy Scouts or Girl Scout troops out there that would like a tour to kind of come see what camp is all about. Can, can folks set up stuff like that? Certainly. Yeah, they can yeah. Uh, all either contact through our office, or the Public Affairs Office, or the Camp Ripley Visitors Bureau. Mm -hmm. uh, or work through Camp Ripley Operations. And a lot of our information is out there on the web. Just uh, just search for Camp Ripley, and we'll get you in the right location. Awesome. And the museum that's open down there, is that open year-round? The museum is open year-round. Uh, their winter hours right now are Thursday, Friday, and Saturday, 10 to 4. Okay. And then they'll expand those uh, starting May 1st. Cool. All right. Lots of options to get on to the base and check it out. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah, no doubt. All right. Anything else we should know about what's happening at Camp Ripley? Um, nothing that isn't secret right now. No, <laughs> He'd tell us, but you know the R saying. Right, right, right. right. <laughs> All right. Well, folks, thanks for being here today to talk about what is going on, and uh, we wish you a Merry Christmas, and again, thank you for your service. Thank, thank you. you. Yes, thank you both. All right. Our guests today is Mr. Anthony Housie, Public Affairs, Camp Ripley Visitors Bureau, and Specialist Caitlin uh, Horniman of the Camp Ripley Training Support Unit. I'm Ken Thomas, along with Tess Taylor, and that is today's edition of Community Focus. We also remind you that Community Focus is available anytime you want to listen to it on our website at 1067wjjy.com.